Hey there, photographers. Did you know there are four different levels that most photography businesses go through? Well, I want to share those levels with you and give you some tips to help you get to consistent $2,000 sales as quickly as possible. And even if you're just starting out, well, it's probably within reach for you too. So join me for this free live training where we are going to talk about those four different levels and what's required to move from one level to the other to help you making more money in your business right now. I hope you'll join me. Just click the link below to register for free. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. I'm Nicole Bagley, and today we have our favorite guest back, Heather Lawton, and today we are talking about the power of intention. You guys, you are setting your intention all the time, whether you know it or not. This episode is a must listen. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you're a pet photographer ready to make more money and start living a life by your design, you've come to the right place. And now, your host, pet photographer, travel addict, chocolate martini connoisseur, Nicole Begley. Hey everybody, Nicole here from Hair of the Dog, and I am back once again with your very favorite Hair of the Dog podcast guest, Heather Lawton from the Flourish Academy, also a coach in the Academy and one of our coaches in Elevate. Oh, Heather. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. This is absolutely my favorite thing to do is talk to you about things that can help people move forward in their life and their business. Agreed. Agreed. So what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about intention and how important it is to aim at something because the truth is you can't hit what you don't aim at. Right. Okay. So Nicole, have you ever played darts? Uh, yeah. Okay. So you throw a dart, you, you're aiming at the dartboard, right? Where are you aiming? Uh, in the middle. Right. Cause you want to get the most points. Okay. So what That's if right. I said, and I'm pretty good at darts. I'm just going to say, uh huh. <laughs> random, random aside. I, well, I'm also really good at cornhole. And when we were in the islands at one point, some random gentleman asked me if I played horseshoes or curling because I was so good at cornhole. It was like, um, no, neither. But anyway, yes, I like darts. Okay, so darts. So you're <laughs> aiming. So if we were playing darts and we were in a room without windows and I came in and I turned off the lights and I blindfolded you and I handed you oh. the darts and maybe I even spun you around and I said, okay, I want you to aim for the dartboard. How do you think that would go? Oh, and by the way, I moved the dartboard. I, I also oh, moved yeah, the dartboard. Really, really yeah. not well. <laughs> right. Not well. You would have no idea where to aim. So chances are 99.9% .9 of the time, you would in fact miss it completely yeah. by a long shot. So people go through their lives and they conduct their businesses in such a way that they're, they have this almost low level discontent. Sometimes it even graduates to uh, misery because they're not achieving what they want because they haven't defined it. They haven't set the intention of, oh, this is where I want to go. And another metaphor is like, if I just decided I, I live in Pittsburgh, if I wanted to go to the beach, should I just, you know, get in my car and head south? Hope for the best. Ultimately, I'll hit a beach, right? No, Eventually. I would... I would get an address and I would put it in my GPS and I would drive. I would put a pin on a map. Intention is like putting a pin on a map. Yeah, absolutely. And I see so many people and I'm guilty of it too. I mean, we're both had, this has happened to all of us because we're human. We live our life through just circumstance. You know, you get in the routine, you get up, get the kids to school, you feed the dog, you go to work, you come home from work, you do some laundry, you watch a Netflix, you go to bed, you do it all again. And 
then at the end of the month, you're like, man, I didn't get any progress on my business or I don't feel like I moved forward at all. And, you know, everybody has the same 24 hours and it's really what we do with that. And it comes down to what we talked about recently on um, what episode, what that is that? Episode 67, the productivity hack that no one talks about, which was self-integrity. Must listen to episode there. So it comes down to that, but it also comes down with figuring out what the heck we want. Yeah, because if you don't know what you want, um, I certainly can't help you achieve it. You know, and as a coach and inside of Elevate, one of the very first things I do, I have a video on setting your intention. And I get very deliberate in this video by saying, I Elevate is a six-month program. So I say, where do you, we, we call out the date in six months, where do you want to be on that date? What do you want your business to look like? I want you to write a very specific intention, not a vague lofty one, not, I want to feel more confident, not, uh, I want to understand my business. I want to get more clients. Those are great, but those aren't intentions. Intentions are things like, I will have clarity around my pricing. I will have my website completed. I will have my marketing plan in place. That's setting a specific intention for a desired outcome. Now, I should note here, these are a little different than goals, right? Mm. Because goals are, you know, I will lose five pounds by January 31st. It's really tangible, measurable, and exact. Intention is more, you're, you're setting an aim and you are somewhat detaching from where it leads you, meaning you're headed to the beach. But if you take a little side trip somewhere else to grab some great food at a restaurant you heard about, and that's still a good thing, but maybe it takes you another minute to get to the beach or longer, or maybe you you pivot a little bit or you change directions. Intention is is bigger. Am I? Do you think that's a correct? How would you assess that? Yeah. Well, and this actually made something come up for me too. I feel like an intention can be more vague, Mm, Um, which is interesting because, you know, goals, like you said, a goal is not, I want to make more money in my business because, okay, my client just added on a $5 tip. Right. (laughs) All right. Get specific. I want to make at least $1,500 per client and have at least four clients per month. You know, that is a specific goal. I feel like I feel like intention can go that direction too, but I feel like sometimes when you don't know exactly what it is you want, you can set the intention to get the clarity. That's which it. is what you just mentioned and it's also what I did when I went to my mastermind meeting in February in Sedona. I went into this week and I asked myself what's my intention? And my intention honestly was just like I intend to get whatever I need out of this week. That was it because I didn't know exactly what I wanted right, out right. of my week with these people because it was the first time we were all meeting. And so my intention literally was, I intend to get exactly what I need out of this week. Oh, and what did I get? Oh, discover that I'm creating the nonprofit. So I got Hair of the Dog Conservation Fund out of that week. So um, that was exactly what I needed and something that wasn't even anywhere on my radar prior to that trip. That's so interesting. So you didn't even really know what it was you needed. I no. you know, I would I guess what we're saying here then is goals need to be real you need to have a lot of clarity around your goals. They need to be very specific. But intention is a deliberate focused aim at something 
even if you don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne Dyer said, our intention creates our reality, which I just absolutely love that quote because it's so true. You guys, we are solely responsible for our day-to-day life and the outcome of our life and what we do with our time and what reality is created around us and our business and our life. And it has to start with intention. And it's okay if you're like, man, I just, I don't know where I need to be right now. Then set the attention that you're going to get clarity there. And then how do you then continue to get that clarity? Well, for me, when I was there, I just, and I believed full heartedly when I set that intention, I knew I'm going to get exactly what I need. And then I was just open and I was talking to people and different conversations led to different things. And it caused me to wake up at four in the morning with this idea. And I'm like, oh, well, there it is. There it is. <laughs> and, and I couldn't go back to sleep. And just couldn't get it out of my mind. And I knew it like it, it felt more aligned than anything ever. And so I knew that was it. So then it turns into, okay, now I'm setting the goals. Now my goal is to have this up and running prior to when we meet again in July, which by the way, we just applied for our nonprofit 501c3 through the IRS yesterday. So that <gasps> is on the roll. Congratulations. Thank you. Final piece um, before it is up and running. So approximately 90 days, hopefully, should have an answer. Although the IRS seems to be a little backed up. They should set the intention to get their act together. But anyway, I digress. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's so interesting. I think that people might initially get frustrated with this. Like, I don't know where I'm headed or what I want. And that's what we're saying here is that's okay. Could you set the intention to get clarity. And now that you share that story, I actually remember you and I were at a high level mastermind retreat a couple of years ago, where we were asked to set an intention for the next two days. And my intention Mm -hmm. was to gain clarity. I remember writing this down. I wrote, I would like to gain or I no, no, no lies. This is what I said, because I wrote it in the present tense. I will have clarity on my business model by Wednesday, whatever the date was at 5pm. And yeah, no, I think we even write it as it is now Thursday, 5pm month, day, whatever. And I have complete clarity on XYZ. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's a really good practice. Mm -hmm. And I... I had I was I had faith like you that I would get what I needed, but I would be lying if I didn't say there was a little bit of doubt. I thought, how am I going to get? I have been literally trying for two years to get clarity on my business model. How am I going to get it in the next two days? That just seems impossible to me. But I set that intention. I wrote it in the present tense, and I I couldn't even believe. But sure enough, by the end of that retreat, I had perfect clarity on my business model and where I was taking my business. And I was excited to get home to execute because it was all, it was just so clear to me. And it makes me laugh to look back at that because you almost can't, you can't systematize that. You can't plan that. You just have to set the intention, the aim, and then be open, right? Yeah. And how did that how did that intention or that clarity come to you? Was that when you just had a conversation? Like, and it wasn't a planned conversation. It was just, it's the, you were talking to one of our coaches. Correct. It was not a planned conversation. And it was much like what you said. It was one conversation led to a small idea that led to another conversation that led to listening to something differently, that led to hearing something for the first time that actually had been said before, but I heard it for the first time. I had no intention going into that of forming a membership model for my business. And I left with complete clarity that that's exactly what I needed to do. I think for for the first time for me, 
I w- and maybe it was born out of frustration. Maybe I was just frustrated that I couldn't find the clarity. So I was like, no, I'm going to get the clarity and I'm, go- I'm going to remain open to whatever that looks like. And I'm not going to shut down any idea. And so I joined a coach in one of these like breakout sessions we had, and she was talking about memberships and I was still like, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But then she said something and I thought, wait a minute, that just shifted a thought for me, which led to the idea of possibly maybe. And that was early on the first day. Again, that was a two-day retreat. And by the end of the second day, I was I was moving on. It was happening and it was amazing. And so I thought, wow, if that could happen for me, because again, I was a little skeptical. I won't lie to you mm-hmm. <laughs> because I had been trying yeah. for so long. If yeah, I, could- I used to be. I used to be really skeptical about it too. I think I've been playing this intention setting game so many years now that now I am more confident that when I set that intention, it's like, oh yeah, no, it'll happen. Right, right. It will happen and and you start to gain some evidence to the mm-hmm. fact that it will happen. So you start to trust it. You have a little more faith and then you can start to do it more. Okay, this actually, I'd like to make an important distinction here. There's a difference between a very deliberate focused aim or intention, which is what we've been talking about. And then taking this concept into your life in a more spontaneous, organic manner. And I think that I can explain this best through a story. May may I share it with you? Of course. So recently, and actually, if you listen to the, the Flourish Academy, there's an episode 122 where I'm talking about a recent meltdown that I had. And the meltdown was around my 18-year-old daughter's mouth. So if you have a teenager, I'm sure you can relate to this. Well, she triggers me, of course, and I get upset and emotional, but I'm, I recognize that I'm giving my power away to her. And I just was really struggling with this. And I didn't want to be at the mercy of her mood. Okay. Who wants to live their life based on their teenager's attitude? Raise your hand. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like um, a recipe for all sorts of, uh, of course not. But (laughs) she comes in here like a tornado, you know, if she's had a bad day at work and just everyone is going to suffer. And I was allowing it to impact me. Well, on this one particular day, it impacted me like it went too far. So I thought to myself, how can I manage, not her, because she's 18. I've done my job. How can I manage myself? So I put a post-it note on my bathroom mirror that says, how do I want to feel today? And then below it, I wrote, I have a choice. So what I am doing with this, Nicole, every single morning, so this has been a week or two, I see that post-it note and I'm literally setting an intention every single day for the emotion that I want to feel. Is that I want to feel excited, joy, peace. Uh, Obviously, I would select a positive emotion here. Nobody wants to feel like crap, right? So, But you have a choice. I was choosing to let her get to me and then that would, that is, we've talked about this, that is working from the outside in. That is absolutely being reactive to someone or something else. And I wanted to be proactive. I would say this, intention setting is about being proactive with your life. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, 100%. And it's not something, it's something that we need to set the intention to do. <laughs> the intention to set the intention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's for real. Because yeah. otherwise, you're just going to be at the the mercy. You're going to be like a tree blowing in the wind. You're just at the mercy of the mm-hmm. the wind, the weather, the rain. And I just can't live my life that way. Now, 
Don't think that we're ever going to achieve perfection with this. This is just about making small incremental improvements. I learned about intention setting first in my business. I applied it. I feel like it's going really well. I've learned a lot. I've accomplished a ton, as I know you have as well. And now I have just sort of extended that to my personal life in a much, again, I I believe this to be a more spontaneous, organic, like daily activity Mm -hmm. for me. How do you want to feel today? And if you say, well, I just want to feel whatever anybody else is feeling. I just want to absorb everybody else's energy. That's Actually, you're doing that by default by not setting your intention. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. I was absorbing her energy. So I'm not saying she doesn't still get to me because I'm human. But what I am saying is I now recognize I can set the intention for my emotions, my mood, because I have a choice. Mm-hmm. I love that. I also love that you know, we can look at this intention. A lot of people think, for instance, like goals and intention, and it's just about this business goal. It's just about this big life. Uh, I'm going to retire at 50. I'm going to spend a month and a half traveling the world. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. But yeah, it can be those big goals and those big blocks. But it is also so important to be these little tiny things like, what am I going to get done today? How am I going to feel about what I get done today? You know, how, what do I want? My intention is for this inquiry. When I'm responding to my, to the inquiry, here's one for you guys. When you get an inquiry in, what is your intention when you are sending that back? When you're sending that reply, is it the kind of the unintended intention? The one that's kind of blowing in the wind where you're replying and you're like, I really want them to book. They're going to ghost me. It's like the last client did. Right. And you're, that's the intention you're you putting just into that it. inquiry. That's right. That's right. You know, by, by not having that intention, you have set that intention, that, that one that you don't want the outcome with. So then what happens? They ghost you. How about instead, before, this is your, this is your homework, guys, before your next inquiry response, set a different intention. Get in that different headspace, set that different intention, say it out loud and respond back. And you're like, Nicole, talking out loud like my dog already thinks I'm crazy like what it matters (laughs) it does matter I know it sounds like a little bit woo woo but what does it hurt to try I always say that it doesn't hurt to try it if you do not set an intention not only are you being reactive but I believe that the intention that you are setting without setting one like you just said will actually almost always go to the negative Mm -hmm. don't you think so it's not because it's our subconscious right yeah Right. So doing nothing is like setting a negative intention. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, anytime there's this vacuum, our subconscious, mm. our conscious brain, conscious right. brain wants to like monkey brain wants to make sure we don't get eaten by a bear. Right. So it wants to keep us safe. So it is going to default to not doing anything out of where we've been. So nothing is going to change if you let that brain run the ship where if you say, whoa, whoa, what, 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 stories going through my head. Um, What am I saying to myself right now? Let's flip that. Then you start to write this new story and different different things come into your life. You know, that's funny you say that because I just finished reading Soundtracks by John Acuff, which I highly recommend. And that's exactly what he says in that book is that you have to recognize the story you're telling yourself and you will see that it is almost always negative. And then so how could you say something more encouraging and more positive? And, you know, setting intentions daily 
could mean different things on different days. So it's not always about being high level, awesome, productive. You could have an intention today to be productive and you could have an intention tomorrow for a peaceful, quiet, restorative day, right? Yeah. These it, And they should be balanced, I believe. Yeah. When, when my kids were little, my intention was to shower. <laughs> Survive. <laughs> Actually, <I'm> just- <laughs> truth be told, that's still sometimes my intention. <laughs> That is so funny and so true. And you might be in a season of your life where, you know, we joke, but you could be in a season where you say, my intention is to just get through the day. And I've had days like that for sure, where a day is going to be challenging and you're just, I want to get through this with with as much grace as possible. Understanding it's not going to be the most exciting best day ever might not even be productive at all, but it's what I need to do as a human to exist. So I'm just going to get through it. And then tomorrow is a new day. And the next day is another one. And I can set different intentions for different days. So if you're a high performer or a high achiever type A like me, your tendency might be to say, I'm going to be awesome and productive, you know, 24 seven, every, every day of the week, seven days a week. And you just can't sustain that. So you have to have some ebb and flow to these intentions. And it's also true in seasons of life. There might be seasons where you're growing or forming your business, and there might be seasons where you're maintaining it. I love that. And um, I am going to use this conversation as a springboard. I'm going on vacation tomorrow, and I'm going to set the intention because like you just said, my my intention usually I wake up in the morning, it's like, I'm going to get so much done. Ah! <laughs> and I'm basically at that level until I go to bed all the time. And it, even when I go on vacation, I'm like, yes, I'm going on vacation so I can work on different work projects, not my day to day. So I can like start to think. So my intention for this vacation, we're going to Yellowstone for like nine nights, is to actually slow down, restore, take a break, and allow whatever amazing business ideas that are going to come in to come in, but it's going to be from a place of relaxation. Wow. I can't wait to hear how you do with this because that's not easy for someone like you. No, no, it's really not. (laughs) It's actually quite difficult. Sometimes I'll set an intention if if we're spending the day as a family doing something, I'll try to take a deep breath and set the intention to literally just be present because (laughs) my mind is making the lists. I'm like, when I get back to my desk, this is what's going to happen. And yeah. I'm like categorizing. Hold on, things. I just yeah. need to email myself something right, real quick before right. I forget. I'll be right back. Right, <laughs> right. I got to leave myself a voice message. So I, so I know what I need to do. And that's, <gasps> you know, put your phone down, take a deep breath, present, just be present. I was actually talking with my therapist about this recently because we tend to distract ourselves because we cannot be present. And distraction could, and, and it's strange because you and I want to be productive in work. But if we're with our families in the car, we might be scrolling Facebook or Instagram. And that's not productive. But it's literally because we can't be present because we're not doing the thing that we want to do. So we distract ourselves with something else that's e- stupid, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's this weird thing that goes on in our brains. I don't pretend to understand it. I just know that that's how I operate. So I will, again, set the intention, put the phone down, take a deep breath and just be present until they start getting on my nerves and then I'll do what I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, you and I were having a conversation of, uh, you know, I love road trips by myself where I could just like put on a podcast and like, yes, I'm going to catch up on some coaching calls. I'm going to like, but then if you're going on a road trip with your family, I'm like, I love you, family, but 
oh, I'm going to have to like, I can't just put on a podcast or put on my earbuds and ignore you. Like, or I have to like talk and listen to music or something. <laughs> I try though. Nicole, I will never give up. I will never give up hope. Every time we get in the car, I try and I say, hey, who wants to listen to a productivity podcast? Who's with me? But I, so far, my enthusiasm has not been contagious. <laughs> <laughs> we we sound like monsters, by the way. <laughs> I know, I know. It's hilarious. Okay, with all of this being said, do you have some steps to share that could I help do. us? I intentions? do. I actually have three steps, nice and easy, three steps to help you guys start to set these intentions. Number one is we need to decide what we want, right? We talked about that. Number two. Whoa, whoa. Is, okay, sorry. Oh, sorry. All right. I don't even mean no, to no, interrupt. No. You only have three and we can't even get through one, but I've actually <laughs> found that that's really difficult for people. Like, it is. decide what you, what if they don't know what they want? Well, yeah, no, that's a really good question. And actually, so there's a saying, um, contrast creates clarity. So if you're not sure what you want, one of the easiest ways is to start to ask yourself what we don't want, right? Because our brain is wired to focus on that negative. That's good. So it's a lot easier for us to say, you know, instead of saying, okay, I want my business to look like X, Y, Z. Instead, if we don't know what that looks like, let's at least start with, I don't want my mm, business to right. look like, you know, I don't want to work Sundays. I don't want to work evenings. I don't want to shoot in studio. I don't want to shoot on location. I don't want to sell just digital. It's like the don't list is a lot easier to come up with. And then it becomes a little bit easier to be like, all right, if I don't want this, what do I want? I think that's a great way to look at it because a lot of people might struggle with what it, in fact, I know that they struggle. The reason I know this is several years ago, I did these in-person business boot camps, And one of the first questions I asked people, actually two questions, I said, who are you and what do you want? And we would talk about core values, et cetera. But when we got to the, what do you want? I quickly realized that I had better keep a box of Kleenex on my desk because so many people I worked with actually started to tear up. And and one in particular sticking out of my mind, she looked at me and she said, Heather, I have no clue what I want. And mm-hmm. I said, well, that's where we're going to have to begin because I can't help you. You can't help yourself. How do we even know what we need to explore if you don't know what it is that you want? She had just spent so many years in motherhood that she had lost a connection with her own vision and purpose for herself. Mm-hmm. And she's a photographer in her business. So we spent quite a bit of time mapping out, well, okay, what would you like your business to look like? But now that I know about this contrast clarity thing, I think that's a good secondary question to ask if someone's struggling, which is, okay, that's totally fair. If you don't know what you want, what don't you want? And then hopefully we can work through that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when people don't know what they want, there's two... There's two main drivers. This is not proven. This is just my thoughts. Number one, I think, is where they've kind of lost touch with who they are through focus on other things. If they've, you know, different phases of their life or maybe they've been caring for an elderly parent or, you know, something where their focus has been totally consumed by something outside of themselves. And they're like, I honestly don't remember who I am. Right. And then the other side of that where I think people start to kind of lie to themselves about not knowing what they want is they know exactly what they want, but it scares the hell out of them. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. This is a really important point. So as coaches, you and I have to discern when we're working with someone, are they saying they don't know as an excuse to avoid exploring what they really want, but don't think they can get? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Or do they really yeah. need, do they really not know? And we need to like go down this path of, okay, what you don't want. If I get that feeling, I have been known, you know, tough love, Heather comes out. I said the other day on one of our calls, I was like, imagine me as like a Navy SEAL in a dress. And <laughs> I, I said, I don't want any of you to use the phrase, I don't know, because it's just not true. You do know, you might just not recognize it yet. You haven't explored it yet. You either think it's not possible for you, you can't do it, or there's you know a million other reasons. But just could you drop that for a second? And tell me, and I've also used this technique where I've said, imagine that I like wave a magic wand or I'm a genie and I say, there are no limitations. What would you do? What would your business look like? And people will still say, well, if no, 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 no. Could you just dream for a second and talk about like ideally what your life and your business would look like and let go of the garbage that or the beliefs that mm-hmm. are holding you back and just be willing to speak it out loud. And then of course we can visit these issues and deal with them, but you have to get clear on what it is you want. And, and I am tempted more often than not th- than to like say, okay, listen, don't tell me you don't know. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Next, like go deeper than that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's number one, decide what you want. <laughs> that took number a while. two, Speaking of going deeper, though, this works is get clear on your why, because, you know, there's all this self self determination, self restraint, limiting. Yeah, it it only goes so far, right? Right. Like the, you know, saying I'm not going to eat that cookie only goes so far until the cookies warm out of the oven, at least. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. I love cookies. (laughs) Give me the cookie. Give me the cookie. Get clear on your why. So for instance, you might believe that, you know, you want to have success in your business so that you can travel the world. I don't know. That seems pretty similar to mine. But, um, you know, the question is, it's not just traveling the world. It's like, what would that give you? So what is traveling the world? What does that actually mean? Well, for me, that means freedom. There it um, is. But then right. even going deeper than that, how does that make you feel? Right. You know, Again, for me, looking at that, it's like, you know, traveling is definitely one of my things that I love to do. And it is a huge why. And it is a feeling of freedom. It is like a day to day that's the same is like my worst nightmare. Like, I just I just can't. I look at, you know, people, even if I go to the dentist or the doctor, I'm like, you do this every day. <laughs> I don't say that. But every like, day, right. I, oh my God. As evidenced by my overwhelm podcast last week, where I was getting overwhelmed looking at my 16 big projects that I'm like having right. in front of me right now. I'm like, oh yeah, I just, I can't do repetitive. So that travel, it gets me out of that repetitive. It also forces me. I realize this is what I love about it. It forces me to be present. Because if you're filling up a car in France and you're like, well, shit, what do they call diesel here? Is that oh, diesel geez. or petrol oh, or geez. gas? Right. Or like one time in Croatia, we spent we spent like 10 minutes trying to figure out how to open the stinking little gas thing on yep. the side of the car. Right. We're looking for a button. We're pressing it. We're trying to get the manual out. I'm like Croatian. <laughs> like, oh, how the heck do we do this? The car had to be on, like the key had to be in the ignition to open up the the little gas thing. But anyway, it's just like these little challenges that force you to be present. And so here's another little interesting piece. We get clearer on these whys. Number one, it cements your commitment to that intention more. But it also 
helps you realize little things like, oh, how can I bring these little things into my life now? All right. Been COVID for a year and a half. Maybe I have pushed that trip to Scotland like 7,000 times, but how can I still get a new experience here? How can I do something that pushes me out of my comfort zone that makes me be present? So then you can start to pull some of those whys into your more every day and use those for your intentions. I think that's a great story, the way that you connected all of that, because some people will say, I want to grow my business. Okay, why? Uh, Because I want to get more clients. Why? Because I want to make more money. Why? Because I want to pay off my house. Why? Because I want to travel. Why? Because I want freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, and when you finally go, I think I read somewhere once, it's like 10 levels deep sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard at least seven. Which, yeah, that which you the get first to the- three are pretty easy. Then they get really yes. hard. By the time you get to six or seven, that is hard. You're going to struggle. But ultimately, what you're trying to get yeah. to is the core value. So I, I did this exercise a while ago with one of our clients, and we we determined it was freedom for her. And I asked her to give me examples of how she was currently experiencing freedom in her life. And she listed all these ways. And I said, okay, so the thing you're searching for, you actually already have. And her face <laughs> was like, we were on a Zoom. She was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. I didn't even recognize it. Um, I love the way Michael Hyatt approaches this. He says, you lose your way when you lose your why. Mm-hmm. And also that you can withstand almost any how when you are really connected with your why. Um, Simon Sinek has a really good TED Talk in a book on this called Start With Why. If you're not familiar with this concept, I definitely recommend checking it out. Yep. I love it. All right. So that's number two. Number one, decide what you want. Number two, get clear on your why. Number three is to visualize. Okay. Okay. So, boop, 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 yeah. um, I don't, I struggle with this. I have read this in these books. It's so important to visualize. Your, could you help me? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I don't think, I think some people hear this and they think they need to go sit in a 20 minute, like deep state meditation with yes. like shaman drums in the background or something. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's not even necessarily the case. Like, for instance, right behind me, if we were in video, you could see I have my Adventure Awaits board, which now now this is this is something. I cut out pictures of my travel magazines of future trips I want to take. My trip to Italy that is going to happen next summer. Canceled twice, but that hotel up there. Oh, that's the hotel I'm staying at. And that was not on purpose. What? Like, I had... Stayed at that motel, or I booked that hotel, and then I looked, and I'm like, oh, "Wait, that, that's that's the same town in the same hotel." For real? This has happened twice to me. Yeah, I cut out a castle in Ireland when, and I want, and I was like, "Oh, that, wait, this this is that castle," and I that's didn't crazy. look at my board and like, "I want to stay there." It was right, just in right. my normal planning. I was like, "This looks familiar," and look back, I'm like, "Oh," <laughs> and now looking at my board, let's see, I've got. Italy, which should have happened, uh, the Puglia region. I've got Yellowstone, which is happening tomorrow. Um, I've got the Galapagos, which is happening in November. Like, I need to take my board off because there's only, I've got, this is a, this is a random one, um, Mongolia, because oh. I want to see the eagle hunters and all like the, the horse stuff out there. I do um, like the Mongolian beef. I do. Oh, God, that's true, too. I don't know if you actually got Mongolian <laughs> beef in Mongolia, though. Probably <laughs> oh, <laughs> not. Um, and uh, yeah, like the Spanish uh, Balearic Islands. Oh, in South Africa, Boulder's Beach. Give me some penguins. But anyway, I digress. So that's an easy way to visualize. Um, I think it's also, even when you make that intention, like you look at your mirror in this morning and you say, I want to feel 
joy today. Like, it's like saying pink elephant and not thinking about a pink elephant. Uh, right. Just right. by setting that intention, you are visualizing. And if you can extend that even by 30 seconds and just sit in that feeling or sit in that feeling of why and what that gives you and how you want to feel after that intention, then I think that is really what that means. Okay. I think you have just really encouraged me because I wonder if I was overcomplicating it. That I was I was thinking I need, Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking I needed to sit there and close my eyes and like picture this beach or the beach house or whatever it is. Or, or I and maybe I just like setting the intention and then sort of like imagining, oh, I can hear the waves or I'm gonna be on the beach or this is what it's gonna feel like. Like I mm-hmm. I I think I think I can do that. I'm gonna. I'm really gonna give it a try. Yeah, but just you make by it, setting that intention, you're visualizing right, it, right? And I didn't. I don't know mm-hmm. that I made that connection. So thank you. That was super helpful. And on my daily intentions as well. So if I decide today I want to feel joy and peace and happiness, well, what does that look like for me? You know, does mm-hmm. that mean? Getting some work done, actually, that, that does bring me tremendous joy. <laughs> getting <laughs> getting you. work done. Or does that mean spending time with my husband and going on a lunch date, you know, which yes, the answer to that is yes. But just by naming it, the pink elephant thing is a great example because uh-huh. you, you're going to think about it. And once you think about it, Tony Robbins says, uh, much similar to what the Wayne Dyer quote, which is, energy flows where attention goes. Mm-hmm. So if you set the intention, your energy will be focused on that and you will start to get more of what you want out of life. You'll start to create your life by design. And isn't isn't that the point? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Life by design, our business by design leads to our life by design. Like it's and it doesn't get where you want it to go without that intention and without those three steps. So decide what you want, get clear on your why, and then visualize. And like we said, it doesn't have to be 20 minutes of like um, with like, you know, Tibetan bells in the background or something, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and truly with the visualization too, like, I think it should be, maybe we need to come up with a new Heather and Nicole word for it. Maybe it has to be feel it. Like it just has to be, feel it. you just have to like step into that feeling of like, all right, I want to feel joy. Where do I feel that joy in my body? How does that manifest? Good one. Like in just, or even think about a time that you felt that joy and, and then you're attracting more of that. I think that that's brilliant. And I think that everybody should start today by trying to set an intention just for today, the next few hours even. Because yep. if you feel like setting an intention for the next six months is too big or too difficult, that's okay. I could understand that. Could you start with something smaller? And I think the answer yeah. to that is yes, because you cannot hit a dartboard with blinders on, with a, sorry, a mask on in the dark. You can't. You Mm -mm. have to, at the very least, name it. I was just going to say, you could also set like a little random alarm that comes off on your phone periodically. It's like, and it says, what's your intention? So it just kind of reminds you, like having some sort of thing that anchors you to ask you what your intention. Then I thought, I'm like, oh man, that would be fun. Like, that's why some people have crystals or things like that. It's just uh, a physical object to anchor a, a question to cause you to kind of get out of whatever, you know, circumstance you're in and kind of reset the path that you want to be on. And then I thought we really should create Heather bobbleheads for the hair of the dog community. (laughs) That's hilarious. And I support it. I think that would be the funniest (laughs) thing in the world. Like get a really funny photo of me, put it on a bobblehead, put me on your desk. And then when you start thinking crazy, you can just look at my head bobble in there. (laughs) 
That is so funny. <laughs> I might end up Googling um, custom bobbleheads custom later today. Bobbleheads. That's my that- intention. My intention today is to Google <laughs> creating a custom bobblehead. So that is- I think that uh, we should probably wrap up because I have some work to do and some yes, bobbleheading yes, to create. Yes. Of course, of course. <laughs> that is great, Nicole. You just made my day. <laughs> I love it. Just, uh, I think I know what I'm getting Heather for Christmas. Yes. All right. Anyway, anyway, I won't be able to wait that long. I'm terrible at surprises. Um, <laughs> thanks everybody again for sticking with us. Heather, thank you again for being here with us again. Uh, you guys can find Heather inside the Academy and also at flourish.academy where she has her flourish Academy world as well. But thanks again for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Of course. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you want to check out the show notes for access to any of the links that we shared in this episode, as well as any additional related resources, simply go to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash 77. Once again, that's www.hairofthedogacademy.com, the number seven, the number seven. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hair of the Dog podcast. If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. One last thing. If you are ready to dive into more resources, head over to our website at www.hairofthedogacademy.com. Thanks for being a part of this pet photography community.